Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I'm your host, Wesley. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mary. And today we're talking about the finale of season 45, the first season in Survivor history to have 90 minute episodes from like episode what, two through 12? Like outside, of, oh, even the premiere was 90 minutes. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. episode except for the finale had 90 minutes. First season we ever got it. And Mary, do you feel like that paid off? I do. I enjoyed this season a lot. I love the longer episodes. I felt like they were really, um, you're just really able to get to know the cast. We got a lot more time with them. I enjoyed it. I definitely am excited to see them do it again. I wonder if, because yes, next season, Survivor 46, which we're going to do a separate podcast for, by the way, uh, the preview and what we know about it, rumors, twists, all that stuff fun stuff we'll do a separate podcast for that later uh probably this week next week kind of thing anyways so with the 90 minutes i wonder if it made it more predictable that we knew d was gonna win like had it been the regular length do you think we would have been more like oh no is d gonna win Mm. because we went into that last week you me and rebecca which by the way we're gonna try to do a trio podcast again when we do 46 we'll we'll try as much as we can uh because rebecca liked it i liked it mary liked it but anyways it's like it was almost maybe it was more predictable because they had more time and we, more exposure, I guess, for us to guess the edit. Whereas with 60 minutes, it's tighter and they can cover things up more. That's possible. I mean, I, I think we all knew it was going to be D. I, w- I maybe wasn't expecting to be quite so close between D and Austin. But to be fair, Austin played a great game, too. And I feel like um, their games were so closely connected that, yeah, he was bound to get at least a few bo- votes. So, I mean, Austin was guaranteed Drew. We all knew he was getting Drew's right, vote, no matter right, what. Right. As I said, D should have slapped all of the Reba on the jury. Well, she should have she put them all won. on the jury. She still won. She could have clean sweep, probably. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, no one voted for Jake. Yeah. No one. I, I am still surprised. Think Katura would have got votes? I know. I don't think Katura would have got votes. I mean, maybe. But as I said, I think D could have clean sweep this right. jury. Anyways, back to the question, which was. Did 90 minutes reveal the winner, reveal the winner too early. I, I still think that's an editing thing. Like you can, you can definitely show all the possibilities. Cause as we saw, Austin was pretty close. I think the only reason we didn't think Austin was actually going to win is because we, we knew that D would probably outshine him at final tribal, which she kind of did. Oh, she definitely did. Emily made sure of that seemed like. Right. And also the edit, even though Emily voted for D, but anyways, also the editing kind of tricks that we saw that portrayed D mm-hmm. as being the winner. So I, I don't necessarily think that the 90 minutes made it more ob- obvious. I think there were, there maybe just wasn't any other options besides Austin and, and yeah, it was a really close between D and Austin. So I'm still down for them to do 90 minutes. And they're going to do 90 minutes again next season. In fact, the first two episodes are going to be two hours. So who knows if that will make it even more obvious. We'll find out, but we're going to go through the whole episode chronologically. Chapter markers are, of course, here on YouTube if you're listening on YouTube. So I got to say that I was surprised by how close it was. Five to three. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. But with Austin, I don't know. You say you played a good game. And we'll t- I guess we'll get more in this later when we Final Travel. But to me, it's like Austin messed up a bunch. Like, I had him ranked number three coming in the finale. Did you have him at three or two? Um, I had him at three. Okay, we both went at three. And it's like, I only had Austin at three because, yeah, like, there's just stuff told me like clearly Katura when, by the way, fun fact between episodes two and 10 Katura, 78% of her confessionals were about Bruce 
Wow. Someone posted the stat online. 78% of her professionals. Like that kind of storyline. If she was going to win, they did her dirty. But she mm-hmm. didn't win. She got one out of fourth. Right. So it was clear Katura wasn't going to win. Julie had her secret or her emotional story stuffed in secret scene. She was gone first. Mm-hmm. Like we knew she wasn't winning. So I put Austin at third almost by default because he didn't feel like a main character. So I'm surprised he came two votes. Anyways, well, I guess we'll get into that. Maybe we'll talk through this and. And I'll see the bigger view. But I mean, Austin, didn't, I, I don't know. I mean, he was just in the right alliance. Anyway, so we start off the episode, Mary. The yeah. new island. It's so scary and new. <laughs> Actually, the first thing they say is it's really cozy. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what was really cozy about it. I guess that we didn't we never really see what that camp is. They just kind of sleep on the ground. They don't make a shelter. Yeah. And there's a fire pit. Sandra posted on Instagram because I checked Instagram during commercial break. That this is the island of the idols. This is where her and mm. Rob lived at. This island. Gotcha. I don't know if this is the same island where they've done the quote unquote new island every season so far. Mm-hmm. But Sandra confirmed this is the island of the idols that she lived on. Ooh. So it must have been cozy because I mean. They wouldn't put Rob and Sandra on a date on like a bad <laughs> island. You know what I mean? Like for that. Are season. there bad islands and good islands? I'm confused. No, I don't mean that. I just mean like they're going to put Rob and Sandra on the cushiest island, the cushiest location. So I don't know. The whole new island is just like, it, again, again, it meant nothing to me. Right. It like, doesn't again, impact anything. Really. It makes no change in the narrative. Does nothing. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not suffering on there think, that we see. Do you think that you're doing this because people like burn down their Oh, to deter them from burning their shelter. And they're like, we're tired of putting out forest fires. Please stop. (laughs) I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. Or now. So is the move now to then burn your shelter going into (laughs) the final final six tribal. Right. But then they just put you back there and be like to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Jeff's like, oh, this season you're not going back to the you're going to New Island. Like, what? You're going to the shelter you burned down. You're gonna suffer for real. I wish they'd just stay at Tribal Council. It's a fun set. You want them to stay at Tribal Council? Yeah, they have like all these cool sets. I don't know. I feel like we never really get to see it much. I know when Jeff actually talks at the beginning of the of the of the episode of the episode. Yeah, he's talking in the episode. Episode. I'm like, wow, you'd see Tribal Council in like a different in the daylight. Was it? See, it still was nighttime, but it was like. It's a different point of view having the camera down there or moving because usually yeah. we get like it feels like we get like the same four or five angles of mm-hmm. tribal council. Mm-hmm. We get the aerial view as they walk in or if we're cutting away or whatever. We get Jeff looking at the camera looking at Jeff camera looking at all the players as a whole a shot of the jury and like then you get close ups people and it's yeah. like so it's like four or five angles. Right. You know and it's it's actually cool for me to see the I liked when they were down and like like Jeff's walking through because they used to do that. They used to do preseason. Here's the tribal council this season. Let's give you a tour. And Jeff would do some like terrible dad Jeff joke when he <laughs> went and voted for someone out. Sometimes he vote himself out. It was a whole thing. You go watch the secrets videos I made about each season. There's one he does with Parvati. And like, I think Parvati votes him off with an idol. It's very confusing. They do not follow the rules of Survivor when they do their cringy vote off gotcha. during the secret scenes but, or the secrets. But yeah. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, the new island's so scary and new. Austin's blindsided and he's like, what happened? And D tells him and he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, lust conquers all. That's what I wrote down because <laughs> it ain't love. It's lust. I, do you think, by the way, we're recording this before D and Austin have revealed whether they're still together or not. So I don't know. Do you think they're still together? I'm going to say no. 
I, I, yeah, it wasn't like a Matt and Franny thing. It felt more like, I don't know. I mean, also it's so possible. chill, but yeah, are they really a match made in astrology, astrological heaven, as Kendra would say? In Fiji, a match made in Fiji? I don't, I don't know. It, it definitely could be. It's just, it, yeah, like you said, if it was something, it was something very, very new. It didn't seem very like developed yet, I guess. But I mean, Matt and Franny were only together for like, you know, they weren't together the whole season either. When Matt got voted off was. I don't know, day 20 at, at best. I wasn't even that late, late. So they were only together for like two weeks. I know. And they seem a lot they, like instant connect. Yeah, they they seem more connected, I guess. And I they're know. still together to this day, by mm-hmm. the way, you know, over a year later, a year and a half later now, actually. But I, I don't, Austin T, I'm not like, after tonight, I was like, I don't know, maybe. I mean, like, I feel like there's a lot of red flags here. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked either way, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either way either. Before the before the final five tribal council, I was team Katura with everything she was saying out of her mouth. Yes. Before the final, I got to say that because you and I were like, yeah, Katura, get mm-hmm. out D. Yeah. She says, we need to get out D. D's going to win. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what we were saying. And we said it last week. We're like, oh, if Jake can idle out D. And then she even talks to Jake. And it's like, yes, it could happen. It could happen. I got really excited. This could happen. We could be Gabler-esque blindsided tonight. And I would love it. If D went at final five, the gates are wide open. Yes. I didn't know who was winning, yes. you know? Like, that's how I felt. I I'm would like, have been so happy. Because Katura was solid on this plan. Yes. Jake was solid <laughs> on this plan. I mean, I think Jake flubbed a little bit by telling people about his idol. But ultimately, that is not the deciding factor. I know we, I skipped a couple of things, but I just want to point that out. That was not the deciding factor. Deciding factor was Katura's vote. When they showed the votes, oh, yeah. it was Katura. Katura was the reason Julie went. It was not Jake playing his aisle the wrong way or whatever. So anyways, Gatura though is now annoyed that about Dean Austin being a thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, how did we not see this earlier? I don't know. Katura, you were on the helicopter with them as they <laughs> held hands and you said you were the third wheel. How didn't you see it earlier when drew went home and you voted off drew? Why didn't you vote off Austin or D? Right. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if she means more of like the strategy. Cause obviously people saw them together and knew that they were a yeah. couple, but and yeah, I don't know how you don't make the connection between, okay, that's an automatic like two person vote. But again, they've been a four person vote for so long. Yeah, what's the difference? What's the difference at that point? So I think maybe she was just seeing how much of a threat it was at that point in the game, which again, I, I, yeah, they've been a threat this whole time. So it's not like, oh no, Dean Austin just all of a sudden out of nowhere became a massive threat. I, I don't know. I, I only say that because Katura was on the helicopter with them. They were holding yes. hands and she even told us they're like, they're like, she felt like the third wheel. Mm-hmm. They're clearly very close. Mm-hmm. And it was, so it's not her just now realizing it. Like had Jake just said, Oh, how do we not notice it? Be like, all right, fine. Jake didn't see it. But Katura was with them <laughs> on the reward challenge on the sand spit. Right. Like she had the first hint. If, if nobody else had one, I mean, I feel like all of the Reba four knew, but they weren't going to do nothing about it. No. Julie was adamant about not voting off D mm-hmm. basically. I mean, the moment that plan got presented to Julie, I'm like, well, you know, she ain't going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Never. <laughs> even though it would have been in her best interest. Yep. Yep. Well, even the whole jury apparently raised their hand when Jeff asked, did anybody see this coming? So it was, it was not a hidden relationship yeah. at all by no. any means. Yeah. And some, and, and I not skip ahead too much, I guess, but I guess we're skipping ahead. Kendra's like, oh, I predict. By the way, Kendra is full of contradictions tonight. She said she came into tribal open-minded 
And if that was the case, I feel like she shouldn't have voted for Austin. Because Austin didn't present some stellar case tonight. Dee presented the better case. But we also didn't see all of Final Tribal because yeah. it's edited down for time. Mm -hmm. But it's like she said she was open. And then she said, like, I sense that these two would be together. It's like, all right. I mean, what do I know? <laughs> That's not necessarily a contradiction. No, I hate to contradict you there, but. <laughs> The contracts may not be the right word. I just don't buy it after she said she came in open minded and then still voted for Austin. Like Austin did not present some winner case. Austin got tribal. three of the eight votes, though. I'm not saying that Austin didn't deserve votes. I'm saying I don't buy Kendra saying she came in open minded. Also, I'm pretty sure I remember Kendra kind of like flirting with Austin a lot oh. and she drew hearts on his paper. So maybe she just liked Austin better. Yeah, maybe she's like, if the thing doesn't work if it out, doesn't work D, out <laughs> she's available. Yeah. yeah, call me. Anyways, we're just uh, we're just goofing here. So there's a race to get an advantage. Oh, Katura is now annoyed about that, by the way. Yeah, there's a race to get an advantage. And as Katura is reading the instructions, she gets annoyed. Katura gets <laughs> annoyed right. reading instructions. Yes. Her face says it all. She's mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, we're doing this now. Like they haven't done the past four. To be fair, they did not see the end of 44 before they went out. So I'll give them credit. But like, come on. They did the past three seasons. You know they did it in 44. They're going to yeah. do your... Like, this ain't new. No, I think she was just annoyed about the running. Around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think that's when she, like, did her eye roll or whatever. But I could, be, I could be wrong. So, basically, we see everyone running around. And the most solid confessionals here are from Jake. Jake's like, I got to take my time because running's not my thing. Mm -hmm. I got to take this slow and steady. And then we cut to Austin saying, oh, I'm getting all worn out doing this. And, you yeah. know. So, yeah, when when he does it, he's really intelligent though about remembering his numbers. Can you what was it again? What was it like remembering the winners, something like that? Yeah. So for each number that he counted, he just would connect it to the winner of the season. So JT, I don't remember exactly what JT season. is 18 for crabs. For, so crabs was 18. So he counted 18 crabs. So he's like, OK, JT was a crab. And then he counted the coconuts. Coconuts were Denise, I think. No, no. 25 for uh, bamboo, which was Denise. Yeah. She was. And Gabler was coconuts. Yeah, she's a little forty-three. That was a really yeah. intelligent way. That was that was really good. It did not work during. Not that they had to remember it that much during the immunity challenge when the numbers went above forty-four. Yeah, but it wasn't a matter of remembering the numbers; just a matter of figuring out what order they were in. Right. So because they were right there. I gotta say though, this was a disappointing advantage to win. They could have been more. It was almost nothing, and I don't mean just because Jake blew it. I mean it was almost nothing to begin with. All the advantages that they do at this point are not a lot. Yeah, but this was really not a lot. Like, they couldn't even just give him all three numbers right out the gate. Like, you could just skip that. Because they've done the past. You get an advantage. You get to skip one part of the task. He mm -hmm. didn't get to skip a part of the task. Like, he didn't get to skip the whole ball throwing. He still had to throw a ball. Same I don't bag. know. It almost felt like all that effort and all that. And Jake got, like, this super positive moment sure. for us. And it was, like, for nothing. For very little. For yeah. very little. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, th I don't think it was necessarily bad. It could have been worse. could have been like I don't know anything could be worse yeah. but it could have been better for sure I guess so something I want to mention I don't know why my note is here about this but I do want to mention this in terms of D winning I went back and watched the premiere uh, after last week with our discussion we were like as you all heard we were like if D doesn't win this thing we'd be surprised right. if D's winning so I went back and watched episode one and just see if there's any winner hints there and the only one and this is like this doesn't work season to season but in the intro package of episode one before Jeff does is whatever he says now, it's not 26 days. He says, who will have what it takes to be the ultimate survivor? 
before Jeff says that, it ends with, uh, yeah, Jeff saying, who will have what it takes to win the million dollars? And then we then see D, and then she talks, and then that's the end. Like, that's the end of the intro package. Right. And she talks about, like, how she's going to win, basically. Yeah. Was, I mean, so many people do that. It's more of, like, the timing, I guess, the sure. intro package. And they and we've talked about this before, because in 41-42, they ended uh, the intro packages with the winners as well. It was, you know, in 41, they literally showed you the final three. Mm-hmm. And then in 42, it ends with, I believe, Marianne was the last person you see. So... As I said, it's not like a, a you know, a, a nail in the coffin, I guess. I don't know. It's not like a, what's a better phrase? If you, if, we, if Drew was here, he'd have a better phrase for us. <laughs> yes, he would have the he perfect have a phrase. But analogy. you get the idea. It wasn't like, oh, this means this person's going to win. Right. But again, even during the intro of this episode, when they showed, or was it, oh, no, no, no. It was during the, um, sorry, it was during the commercial right before this show started. We were watching uh, live on CBS. They did a commercial for the episode and they, clearly redid the intro names by the way because they were much bigger and different like shaded different it mm-hmm. was not the intro the theme song intro right but they used the shots from it and they still put d's name at the top and yep. put everyone else's name at the bottom mm-hmm. and i know they were probably just recreating the theme song but we did talk about that how her name's the only one at the top yeah. in the theme song and sure enough d's the winner so you know stuff i guess we got to consider in the future like you know i don't know if they're gonna do it for, again for 46 but if it happens again, I guess we got to look out for it. I don't want to know then. The sob story like, theory is in full effect, though. Sure. Oh, no, I don't I don't think they're going to do it again. I'm just saying if they do, though, we're on yeah. the lookout. I, I, I think it's fun that they do little hints like that. But then at the same time, I'm just like, I don't want to spend the last two or three episodes knowing exactly who wins. Oh, no, I don't want to know who wins yeah. either. I want to go into the finale mm-hmm. thing. It's legit between a few people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we went into this one knowing it was D was like, yeah, I mean, it's not even D's fault. Like, that's right. That's like everyone else's slash the show, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. but what is the show going to do? Pretend that D's not the clear front run. Right. Run and runner, I, you know, we've talked about that. We don't necessarily want that either. Yeah. So a couple of things I do want to mention for those who are fans of our podcast. Like, you know, welcome, I guess. Thank you for listening. Uh, some people are bigger fans of our podcast and the scripted videos. And then there's vice versa. I see the comments. I do want to say that the Traders season two. It's going to be on Peacock starting January 12th. Yes. It features Sari and Sandra mm. from Survivor, obviously. Mm-hmm. You mean Parvati and Sandra? What did I say? You've been saying Sari and Sandra. Oh, because Sari was on season one. My bad. Yeah. I meant Parvati and Sandra. Yes. Thank you, Mary. That's correct. Parvati and Sandra will be on season two. And yeah, you can watch the trailer on YouTube. It looks pretty sweet. Uh, also, our Nicaragua podcast. We did a over two hour podcast all about it. It's up on Patreon, which is free to sign up for. Our Redemption Island podcast we're going to be doing here in the next few weeks. Now will be on Patreon as well. Because uh, we're going through the seasons chronologically. So those big podcasts will be on Patreon. Traders will be here on YouTube. Also, at some point, I don't know when this is, but Deal or No Deal Island starring Boston Rob. What yes. I don't know. What it is, I want a podcast about it. I haven't heard anything since the last time you talked about it. I know. It, so. I'm just like waiting for the release date. I thought it might be between Survivor seasons, you know, during like that slower time when they apparently not. So I was letting you guys know Boston Rob's on another show, and I don't know when it will be, but when it is, we're gonna talk about it. Just want to throw out there in the middle of all this updates on podcasts. All right, because the off season we got more time. So we're gonna do the trader season two. Okay, also in other news for Survivor specifically. Fiji has renewed their contract with Survivor for the next two years, guaranteeing that Survivor will be in Fiji through season 50. Nice. 
We don't know about beyond season 50, but that is basically your unofficial renewal of the show mm-hmm. going on for four more seasons. Because there had not been any official renewal for 47, 48, but we all assumed. Right. But we hadn't heard anything. So it got Good the news. news came out that they've renewed their contract for two more years. So it's definitely happening. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. That means the returning season will probably be 50, though. I'm, I'm guessing we're not getting one for 47, 48. No. I, I think so. It should be 50. Well, no, it'll definitely be 150, but I mean, we're kind of like, maybe they'll do like one for 48 as well, because they used to do a lot more returny stuff. And now it's just like they've held off for so long and I don't fully know the answer why I have guesses, but I think I think we're going to people have been asking a lot of people asking, when are we getting one? Mm-hmm. I think we're waiting for 50 and I got some ideas and I'll tell you about them later. All right. OK, keep you hanging on that one. I got some ideas for what 50 should be. Okay, so the immunity challenge is the first one, the final five, where Jake has the advantage. Mary, tell me about this immunity challenge. And is it new? So you crawl under an obstacle, dig up a machete, use the machete to cut a rope, which drops sandbags, toss the sandbags into these three baskets, which releases three numbers, then use the numbers to uh, unlock a combination lock and get keys. Then you climb a tall tower and use the keys to unlock puzzle pieces for a three-tier challenge. And the three-tier challenge, I mean, they've done this several times but it's like all the little puzzle pieces are different sizes and they have to make them level i gotta say that i i know they've done this twice before and both times that i remember it michelle fitzgerald won the challenge at both times she kicked it so i told you when the challenge happened i'm like whoever wins has to kick it and when austin wins it he kicks it Mm -hmm. i was surprised by the way on the my picks app this i don't this i got burned tonight i mean i thought austin was going first i'm like i'm like d's gonna do it she's gonna cut austin little did i know nope. she's gonna she's gonna be ruthless she's gonna cut austin and <laughs> no, that's not what happened i mean she couldn't even if she wanted to right. Austin won immunity i thought he was gone first and then i thought julie might lose fire to like jake or katura and because i figured uh d would drag i didn't even know d was going to file immunity i just figured d would either get picked to go to the end and nobody would view as a threat or she'd win and she would drag like Jake to the end because Jake's little as I said little did I know about any of this right the only thing I guess right is he's the winner so I'm not winning the R league I did better than you I I had Julie going out tonight but I did have Jake losing a fire oh you were so close which yeah but then of course that D went yeah yeah you were close anyways and at the this immunity challenge is also reward challenge so whoever won got to go to the sanctuary where good things happen yeah where steak potatoes cake wine much Probably. better than the one rotisserie chicken for yes. three people. <laughs> well, this is like the final reward challenge, so it better be pretty good. You think this should have been the sand spit then? For the mm. final reward challenge? The sand spit wasn't all that cool, though. Okay, In but it was different opinion. than that sanctuary. It was different. Where good things happen. Better food, I guess. I'm waiting for Survivor to put out some official merch of the sanctuary. <laughs> like, they have a whole Maybe phrase and everything. I've checked. Oh, okay. They have a whole phrase and everything. Do you think they have like a little like nativity set i'm i don't want to nativity is the right word but like a little like like you could have like a you put it like up on your shelf and it's like sanctuary like jeff's i don't know why would jeff be in? i don't like know like a miniature <laughs> yeah i don't know what i'm really saying okay i guess this is christmas season i'm thinking about the nativity sets and i'm yeah. thinking oh you get like jeff and you get like a bunch of like boston rob and parvati and all these people that jeff loves cochran you figurines know? yeah tony sandra yeah like whole figurines <laughs> but you put i guess you'd have a tribal council why would you do the sanctuary yeah why would you do this that's so lame i s- now understand why there's no merch of it i've talked myself through it you can make a whole city though you could have tribal council you could have sanctuary you could oh have the a whole little, island you could have a little yeah challenge little shelter 
Move your little people around the different <laughs> spots. You can, like on Spaceballs where he has his like toys talking to each other. You have like Tony and saying, oh, I'm going to promise to go to the end with you. And then you like, you're like walk them around the island to other people. And you're like, oh, I'm going to vote off Sandra. I'm going to vote off Tony. Like have like you like betraying yourself because you're the only one controlling all the people on your little like toy island that Survivor sold you for like ex- for exorbitant amount of money, by the way. It costs way too much, I'm sure. And you'd be like, oh, that would be the best Survivor game ever. I'd play that. I know you would. <laughs> I would buy that set and I would make the jokes and Mary would be like, it's not funny. And they better have a, They better have Sierra and her mother available. I need Sierra and her mother so I can recreate the famous event of Sierra betraying her own mother. Can you believe that? Also, like Sammy, because he's only 19 years old. I would like Claire because she's out of every immunity challenge. These might have to be custom figures, but I'll get them done. I also need one now of Katura because she hates Bruce. So before people think you've gone off on the deep end. So Austin I won. like this idea. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm glad. It is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. All right. Austin wins immunity. And he takes the not D. <laughs> <laughs> Color me surprised. He takes Jake. And and D did say like, wow. But I I guess it does make sense. He's not that close with Jake and maybe he wants him to feel comfortable. I was wondering about that. He didn't say it, but I was like, is he getting Jake so that Jake votes for him at the end of case Jake is not at the end? Well, he said it was because he wanted Jake to spill all his secrets to him. It worked. Well, that was obviously after the fact, after Jake spilled all his (laughs) secrets to him. Awesome. He looks smart in hindsight. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It was probably more along the lines of, you know, maybe he doesn't want Jake going back to camp with Katura and Julie. And trying to vote them. He trusts D and Julie back at camp with Katura. That was my thinking. But anyways, he takes Jake. And one of the biggest mistakes of Jake's game here, I think, is he tells Austin about his idol. And I don't like, I still don't understand why. Was he just so excited? Was he hyped about the game? I, I don't know why he told them about his idol. Yeah, the moment he did it, we both were like, but why? But but why? Why would you tell? There's we've said it time and time again. You don't tell anyone if you don't have. There's he doesn't yeah. have to. Mm-hmm. No one knows he has it. No one caught him finding it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell anybody. And they really could have all laid their votes on Jake. And Jake really could have. Though to be fair, I think Jake because he if he, let's say he was doing that, I don't think he was going to vote off D. I think he was going to vote off Julie. Yeah, he only voted D because Katura talked him into it. Mm-hmm. So Julie probably still goes. But at least in that case, it's a Jake move. Yes. It's not, oops, Julie went and I had nothing to do with yes. it. So yes. Jake screwed up again, Mr. Charlie Brown this season, by telling anyone about his idol. Mm-hmm. Though, had it had Katura stuck to her word, which we'll get to here soon, had Katura stuck to her word, getting off D would have been huge. It doesn't mean he wins by any means, but mm-hmm. my goodness, would that have been huge. Yes. For him and Katura to blindside D. That would have been a big move for them both. Yes. Massive. Man. Massive, massive. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. <laughs> and I love Jake. And I was really hoping that this was his episode to finally come through and have things work out for him. But he just shot himself in the foot here. Like, I honestly, there's no other way. Who who thinks that Austin, <laughs> like, why why would he have the thought that Austin was going to help him with this? Have, I don't know when. When did this start? Yeah. When did he start thinking Austin might help him? Get off, get off Julie. Yeah. Or get off. Yeah. Because that was originally his idea was to use that on himself and get out Reba because he knew people are going to vote for him. Well, who are the people voting Austin's for you? Austin's so loyal to Reba. Austin. 
and D and Julie. Maybe or maybe not Katuri, you know? So like D was the most insulated here. We talked. Austin and Julie both said, I'm never gonna vote off D. Yes. Guess what they didn't do? Neither of them voted off D. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so it was just a really bad move on Jake's part. I just I hate that because I loved his heart and I loved how much fight he had. I'm still mad that no, not he didn't get one vote at the end. And yeah. People didn't respect his game. But I don't like that Caleb said Jake and then didn't vote Jake. I know this would be a joke, but I wasn't laughing. No, I mean I wasn't laughing at the end. I was laughing when he said it because I thought he was doing it. I thought like, he was wow, doing it too. Three people are getting votes. Yeah, I, I and that would have been so much more fun. Yeah, that three people that three he, people get because he ended up voting for D, right? Yes, D still would have won four to three to one, but at least hey, you know, yeah, it'd been more interesting. Would have been more even interesting. tighter of a vote. Yeah, so Jake screws up, but Katura says, Jake, I have an idea. We got to mm-hmm. get out D. He's like, no, we got to get out Julie. She's like, we got to get out D. Let's get out D. D's, D, we got to get out D. D's going to win. She gets to the end. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's like, you guys swear to me. Swear to me you're going to get out D. He's like, I'll swear to you on everything. All right, something specific. He's like, it's like, what about your Nana? He's like, yeah, I'll swear on my Nana. And we all know. He loves his Nana. He loves his Nana. I mean, he wants to move out of her house. She's 85 and he wants to move out. But he does love his Nana. So that we we all knew when he said that. That was a serious swear. Mm-hmm. They set that up episode one. Nana. He loves his Nana. All right. So we knew he was voting D. We're like, holy crap. Like you and I last week were like, D's went. Oh, no, maybe she's not. Like, yeah, Katura is serious about this. For once, she's not going to burn Jake because if she did, that would be the third time. And she goes up and she votes. I know we're not talking about the other people right now, but she goes up and she votes and she says, I'm switching my vote. And, and didn't show up, but we both immediately go, Katera, why? It doesn't I matter who, who she, she voted, voted for. Yeah. Why did you switch it? Right, right. I don't, and I don't buy her excuse after. I don't, I don't. She screwed up. Yeah. She done screwed up. Here's the series of events. I know we start going in order, but I want to look at this particular. Mm-hmm. Katera done screwed up and here's why. Besides the fact that D won. Katura screws up because if she voted off D, D does not win final immunity. Obviously, she's mm-hmm. not there. Therefore, D cannot put Katura in fire. Obviously, because D's not there. Her chance, all their chances improved if D is, is not there to win final immunity. Nobody else is running away with it. Everybody else is struggling. You know, I don't know if Jake even breaks his, uh, breaks his challenge because he only broke it because he was so frustrated after and seeing D's about to win anyways. Yeah. But if D's not there to win, Jake doesn't break his mm-hmm. challenge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a butterfly effect. Things change. And Katura screwed it up. Yes. D says she needed luck to win. And she's right. I mean, all, all winners need luck. And I think D played such a good game for so long that the end here, she needed luck. But like she set herself up so well mm-hmm. that she didn't have to play a super strong end game to mm-hmm. win because she had already. <laughs> she's she has a final five. Yeah. It was her game to lose. Yeah, exactly. And and we can definitely talk more about D's game. I, I think the only thing else I wanted to say about Jake's mistake here mm-hmm. is that, you know, he, everybody knows or should have known that Austin told D about the, the Julie vote. Mm-hmm. So he tells him, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Immediately cut to Austin telling, telling D. D. And, and again, it's She's just got like social game on rack. She um, does. She was good. But, but also what are you thinking? Telling Austin something you don't want D to know. It's just, it's just frustrating to me a lot. But anyways, you were right. Like, Katura was, she can be so logical and she can be so correct. But then she just lets the emotions or the fear, whatever it is, like, take her. Because she's done this several times. We're like. It's the third time that she's not count. She had a good plan. There was a good plan. And if she would have gone with it, it would have helped her game. Yes. And instead, <laughs> she just shoots herself in the foot. Ugh. And she just, like, 
lets fear take over and she just makes this like shoot from the hip kind of oh i'll just throw a vote on this person because i think it'll be better and she goes back to camp and she's like i voted for julie because i knew the odds of somebody else voting for julie was decent or something like that yeah what are you what what does you voted for julie because you thought maybe somebody else would vote (laughs) for julie too like sure i'm glad it worked out i get like i'm not glad it worked out right good for you that worked out but like that doesn't that's not a move that's dumb that's dumb so let's think this through um from the moment Jake Jake wanted to force Austin to flip back in like episode whatever it was five six seven whatever it was Mm -hmm. and Katura decided "Mm, no like that was like that's the first time she burned him that we saw and ever since then Katura just burned Jake and I'm just like so it's like okay all could have been redeemed had they gotten off D tonight right but it wasn't nope no redemption for uh Katura so let's think about this she knows that Jake's voting for D or Mm -hmm. We're assuming she knows this, even though she says sure. she didn't trust him. She thinks her name's being thrown out there, which is why she's going to put Julie's name. So that means either Dee or Austin or Julie is voting for her. But, and in reality, those three typically vote together. Yeah, like, so lucky. Throwing so lucky. one vote out on Julie <sighs> was maybe she hoping to, to force a tie. It should have been a three to one to one vote. Like, yes. Jake votes for D. She votes for Julie and I three vote together because that's what's happened all the way up till now. Right. And and OK, so what do you think about Jake not telling her that he was going to play the idol? I was about to her. ask you the same question. Uh, I, I get both sides here because on Katura's side, she says, well, if Jake told me that I would have trusted him. And I don't believe her, though. No, because he tells her everything else mm-hmm. and she doesn't believe him all those times. Right. So why would that be any different? Mm-hmm. He told her he had an idol. He told her he was going to play it. Right. Like mm-hmm. even if he's playing for himself, like he he didn't have to tell you edit he had an idol. He tells you everything else, and and from what we saw on the show, of course, edited. I understand, and she's still just like, no, I don't believe him. I'll believe mm-hmm. the other people who are constantly voting off all of my allies and right. everyone else, uh, and are together and literally a showman's happening. Because remember, Katura that same day just said, "I'm so annoyed. Austin and D are here, and we haven't gotten yes. them off. Oh my gosh, they're so close." Let me get them. Let me break up Austin and D by voting off Julie. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Perfect. Right. Per- Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> they, like, I, like, I, I, good. Good for D and Austin, by the way. Mm. Like, True. D- d- this is how uh, Boston Rob and Amber did the same thing. This is how, this is how couples get to the end. Wendell and uh, Dom as well. JT and Steven. Because people are, are too either like, I don't know what, I don't want to say dumb because that's not the right word. But strategically dumb strategically dumb they're not mm-hmm. dumb as people they're just strategically dumb to not go after the obvious threats like laurel and ghost island be like i'm gonna make my move on dom and wendell this week like five weeks in a row like uh the whole the, i forgot the timbira tribe going after each other i mean to be fair coach was like kind of their leader so what was that was to be expected going after each other instead of voting off jt and steven the right. obvious like get them off and then go after like uh and then uh samoa i just made a whole video about it where it's like the Galoo tribe just collapses. They had an eight to four lead and they just blow it. And it's just like, cause you want to do other things than the, what you actually should be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, ugh, it's just, it's almost a tale as old as time. Almost. Cause at season one, they, they just eliminated their team ruthlessly without any care in the world, which is what you need to do. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's people are people and they get blinded by things. Yeah. Like there's, you definitely get like this tunnel vision, I think, at times, especially if there's like a target that you really 
have or really want to get out, you kind of get blinded to the it makes the show other more possibilities. Fun. It is it is fun. It does. It is enjoyable. It makes things interesting. The fact that I have emotions of frustration <laughs> in like and all this I've watched so many Mary and I go to the movie theaters. The theaters. All the theaters. We go to the movie theater. <laughs> we watch movies, that's what I meant to say. The movies <laughs> at the movie theater. And we'll come out and be like, eh, I just watched like two hours and I feel nothing. Right. You know? I come out of this and I feel something. And like that's way more I say about a lot of these huge huge budget movies that we come out of and we like instantly forget the next day. I'm never gonna forget this, okay? Never. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. I'm not. It's gonna be hard for me to forget how flipping like this this whole situation. When I, I of course, I mean, I, I'm the patrons voted for D to get her winner video, and that will be on Patreon as soon as possible. I'm working on that one, and a video all about the Lulu losers, as they call themselves. Sorry, video on them. Uh, anyways, I'm making those two videos kind of side by side at the same time. They'll be both be on Patreon soon. Link in the description for that. But anyways, uh. And I'm just going to like, I'm going to have to like, the fact that I know I have to rewatch this <laughs> and be frustrated all again. It's just like, oh, I'm right. sure Drew would have another pithy saying or something about how much it's better to live and feel than live and not feel or something. All right. But, you know, Mrs. Drew over there. <laughs> no, that <So>. was terrible. <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah. Julie gets voted off two to one to one to zero because Jake does play Zidal for Katura. As I said, I don't know if him telling Katuri he would have played it. I mean, what do you think? Would that have made a difference? I don't I don't think it would have made a difference because like you said, she had just decided that she couldn't trust him and she was going with her gut. So if her gut was telling her that she couldn't trust him, I don't think it would really matter if he said, oh, yeah, I'll play the idol on you because yeah. people say stuff all the time. I swear on my nan, I'll play the idol for yeah. you. So I don't think it would have really mattered. And when he played it on her, she knew, she was like, no, no! she knew. And I screwed up. It was, it was so frustrating. <laughs> I screwed up. <laughs> but I mean, I again, I'm just I'm still so proud of Jake for fighting and for playing and trying to make moves and trying to do stuff. Yes, he makes mistakes, but at least he didn't just sit on his butt and not do anything and complain. I don't know. Like, I just love Jake. Yeah. I That's, wish he would have got more votes. As Rebecca and I were texting during the pod or during the episode, those I, I told I texted her. I'm like, you know, this is why I like Jake, though. Because even though he constantly fails, at least he's trying. Yeah. At least he's going for it. Even if he does executions not quite there, at least he's trying to make the right moves for his game. Mm -hmm. It's not like Jake's trying to do things that are like going to tank his game like Katura. He's trying to do things that are going to help his game. Right. Even though he fails constantly. You get what Jake's thinking because you're like, okay, that makes sense for your game. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Oh. Now, Jake doesn't always make the right moves. Like as we saw when Bruce told him something and Bruce like I know Jake's gonna leak this and Jake goes and leaks it. Yeah. Like Jake shouldn't have gone and leaked that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So like Jake doesn't make all the right moves. He doesn't even do the execution right, but he's trying and it's like, all right, well, we see it there. And this has definitely gotta be probably the luckiest moment all season for D. I don't know if it's the luckiest, but one of the luckiest. Oh, it was so close. D needed this bad for her because obviously Hakatura stuck to her word. D was gone. There was no D was not saved. Right. And then who would have won from this final four if D was gone? You and I both would have like <laughs> hooped a brick trying to like go, oh, who's going to win? <laughs> we wouldn't have. Yes, we would have been much more surprised about the ending. But I, I think it probably still would have been Austin based on the votes from tonight. Sure. And if Austin won, we call be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, it kind of had to be him. He's a lot, you know, you, you know, like I, I see why they didn't vote for Katura or Jake or. I mean, they kept saying Mama Julie was a big threat, but we never saw it. They right. didn't support that. So if Austin wanted to be like, yeah, you know, 
He's mm-hmm. fine. It's kind of like D. Like he's a fine winner. I and we didn't even really talk about like Jake dropping the keys and not picking them up, oh, yeah, or the, the puzzle piece that he just didn't see that was behind. So Again, like, the execution. Yeah, it's like he has such passion. He needs to marry a detail-oriented person, I'm <laughs> guessing, or or something like because he has like this passion and this drive and this energy, but he just like misses out on the little things, which is so unfortunate. But anyway, so I guess we've talked about Jake and his <laughs> failures enough. So I think we've gotten through the final five votes. So let's move on past that. I know we're a little bit out of order because things connect differently when you now that we that we have like basically, you know, two episodes worth of stuff to talk, three episodes worth of stuff right. to talk about, maybe. Uh so <laughs> yeah, cause whole Katura's whole excuse. I mean, she's ex- she's just screwed Jake three times. So she screwed herself though, too. Yeah. Like I don't know what votes Katura was getting at the end. Right. I mean, she finally, she does realize it. We have the whole confessional where she's just like crying, saying, I messed this up. I could have gotten D out mm. if I hadn't just been afraid. Yeah. So like that's frustrating too when you know it's your fault, but you went home. Like when you get blindsided or whatever, that's different because you may not necessarily know it's your fault. Like something big happened and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're gone. Sure. And then you think, oh, they want to get me out. So they lied to me because I'm a threat, whatever. But when it's like, Oh crap! I could have got my biggest, you know, competition out if I would have just st- stuck with my vote. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you know, you're the one that goes home next. Like that has to be just heart wrenching. And if D is to be believed, Katura was a potential threat in the final three. Maybe Katura. I I don't know. Uh, if it, it would have been different if that had happened. But maybe Katura wins. You know, because D was saying how big of a threat Katura was. She didn't want her at the end. I think that that was like the first time we've heard about Katura's threat level. But it's because she doesn't win. So I'm saying the edit would have been different had she won. Well, sure. I understand the edit would have been different. I'm just saying even when they talked about her, like when they were going through the jury and talking about everyone, they definitely said whether somebody was like an actual threat to win the game or not. You know, oh, Caleb was threat because of his social skills or whatever. Emily was threat because she was so logical. When it came to Katara, they were like, oh, yeah, she just played such a different game from all the rest of us. And, (laughs) And, you know, people really liked her. You could say that yeah. about almost anyone. Yeah. So I don't think Katura was actually a threat. I mean, as we said, she burned people quite a bit by flip-flopping and changing size. They said she was on the right vote a lot, but that's mainly because she kept like trying to find a way into the mm-hmm. Reba and it never worked. I don't value, by the way. I know some people do. I do not value being on the right side of the vote every single time. Like right. it means nothing to me that- because you be on the right side of the vote just because you went with whatever the majority was doing. Mm-hmm. But unless that serves you, unless that serves a game that's going to win, it does. It means nothing to me. Right. I no, do not care if you're on the right side of the vote. If you're. Yeah. If you're just doing as you said, trying to get into an alliance, it doesn't want you. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it's going to screw you in the end. Right. And and again, D could. I mean, when you get down to the final four, what what is going through your head? Obviously, how you can win, who you're going to sit by. Mm-hmm. So. In Dee's mind, sure, Katura probably was a bigger threat than Jake because of her relationships. I, Jake's been kind of like this bungling guy this whole time, has never had a tight alliance. He's Charlie Brown. And we we talked about that. But Katura did at least have some working relationships with people. Yeah, she hated Bruce and that <laughs> thrived. I mean, that did. She ended up winning that battle. She did win that battle, even though it was technically Emily who got him out. So. At first off, I take offense to that. Katura <laughs> hated Bruce first, all right? She did. <laughs> Episode two, word for word, Bruce is my nemesis. She says this. I know. All yep. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though Bruce like blew her a kiss as <laughs> she was getting her Which, torch. by the way, I don't think was a 
sarcastic. I think no. it was like he likes like he loves Katara. Yeah, he thinks Katara is cool. Like he probably would vote for her at the end if she was there. Probably. I can't say for sure, but I say probably because he ends up voting for Austin, and it's not like we saw anything between Bruce and Austin. Right. Was. So. <laughs> anyway, so we go to the next immunity challenge. Yes. Can you explain with the final? By the way, this was not as epic as I was hoping. I I guess location has to do with it. When they go up on that like platform, you can kind of oversee mm. a lot of Fiji. I kind of think that's like a cool location, yeah. but it, maybe it's limited on space. Anyways, what's this final immunity challenge? So final four immunity, you have to use a pronged stick, really long fork thing, to move seventeen clay bowls through a rope grid obstacle and stack them on a little bar, basically at the end of the rope grid. So. Balance, concentration, focused. Um, I we both said, "Oh, Jake's not going to win this. Katur's probably not going to win this. This is definitely between Austin and D." Mm-hmm. And Austin just get got too excited. He dropped twice, maybe three times. I think just two. But D never dropped. D never dropped once. Jake and D were neck and neck the entire time. I think they were on like fourteen. They were. They were tied for so long. And then Jake drops, and he got so mad. I felt oh. so bad for him. Once again, it's like. He makes these mistakes. He started walking all over the challenge. And Jeff is like, Jake, you got to stop it. If you break it, you're going to be out of the challenge. Jake, you got to stop. Jake ignored like a child, ignoring his parents. Yeah. Well, I feel like, again, he's in that, like, he's angry, he's frustrated, and Mm -hmm. he's in that tunnel vision. I honestly don't know if he even heard him. Maybe he did, but he ignored him. But yeah, he broke his rope (laughs) obstacle course, (laughs) stomps off, and has his little pity party. But then he comes back. He tells D good job. He congratulates her. Yeah. He, he's like, he's such a good sport he about said D, it. D good job, by the way, before she ever won, because he already knew. Yeah. The moment he was out, he's like, all right, D's got this yeah. one. Why would she lose? Basically. So Man, It was kind of a weird moment, though. I don't know if it was the editing or what, but it was kind of like with Jake broken. I was kind of like, I was kind of clenched my butt cheeks. I'm like, is Jake in, like, Jake in trouble? Was that yeah. just me? Did you feel that? No, I kind of felt like Jake was in trouble, too. But yeah. I mean, what are they? It's not like he punched anybody. Well, I mean, he's trouble, I guess, in the sense of you're out of the challenge he was out of the challenge like he wasn't like ejected from the challenge for like you know punching, punching somebody, somebody or anything like no. that but still it was i don't know it was kind of like a weird moment in sense of like like i feel like well we <laughs> heard jeff use a little bit of his old angry jeff <laughs> voice i guess like maybe that's what it was but so that was a little different <laughs> i like when i like when old jeff comes out yeah <laughs> Old Jeff, we need more. Like when he stabbed that bag of rice, Mary. That was one of the best moments all <laughs> season. We're still talking about that. That this, is true. This season, up through like episode nine and ten, nine or ten, I forgot which one it was. It was like really, really good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, we rated them. We ranked them all last week. We ranked them last week with the assumption D's probably going to win. Mm-hmm. This is still the best of the new era, but man, a For stronger you. finale could have definitely raised up the ranks of all seasons of all time. Because I thought this was going to be a lock for like a top 10 season. Mm-hmm. And now that it's ended, I'm like, I don't know if it's a top, I don't think it's a top 10 season anymore. We'll see. Well, after 46, we'll do a brand new season ranking. Right. We'll see where everyone has it at. There's unfortunately a lot of recency bias with that too, though. Like, I feel like whether it's hated or loved, there's a lot of recency bias. Mm-hmm. Years need to go by before we get a true ranking, in my opinion. But anyways, yes, D wins her third immunity challenge. You give me a look. <laughs> Sorry. What was the look? <laughs> no. You like that D won her third immunity no, challenge? No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she won her third immunity okay. challenge. No, no, that was not at all. No, it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, D won. D's yep. the winner. That, yep. That's pretty much it. And then we go through this whole like emotional thing where 
Jake does his confessional. He's crying on the beach. That's why I felt weird. He wants to do fire and mm-hmm. he wants to have he wants to have something positive. He's like, I've been I he said, I'm not at my breaking point because I haven't broken. I'm still going, but like this is the lowest of the low for me. And I it, it just felt like he can't get any lower. I think he felt dumb breaking the challenge. It's not losing. I think it's that he broke the challenge. Yeah. Frankly. Well, and also losing. Sure, sure, sure. But Yes, he would have lost anyways by getting kicked out. He just was so embarrassed. Like, I just felt so bad for him. I just want to give him a hug. He broke the challenge. Remember, he used to be fat, so he probably feels some of that. Like, I'm so fat, I broke. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't say that, but he has said that he he's lost a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. I don't know. As and as a guy who is on the larger size, well, I understand that. Right. You don't want to. It feels dumb if you like break something. You're like, is is this because I'm fat? You know? Yeah. But anyways, Jake begs to do the fire. Yes. D sees Katura as a bigger threat than Jake. And Austin says, just put me in. I'll crush Katura. <laughs> of course, Austin's just trying to get more brownie points with the jury. Because, I mean, to be fair, the way they portrayed it, Jake didn't look like he was a surefire to beat Katura. But that final fire making sure was a blowout. Yeah, I, I think that Jake was always had a good shot. I think that one... I think Austin was overplaying it when he's like, oh, no, Jake's not doing well. He's he's not got it going well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Jake knew what he was doing. You can't not know what you're doing and then just go in and build a, a great f- first fire like that. Like, sure, Austin gave him some pointers maybe, but I don't think it was anything Jake didn't already know. Yeah. I think Austin was really, really just trying to convince D to let him do it. I mean, Jake would have lost if Heidi or Gabler was here from the past two seasons because they set the record. It was not like Jake was out there like he didn't like kill it. He just did better yeah. than Katara, who clearly was not prepared for this challenge. Right. She we were talked about it how a couple episodes ago, Jake and Katara were on the beach practicing fire. Yeah. But maybe that was like the only time. And Julie came up and talked to them. Yeah. And we were like, well, you know, everybody knows they're on the bottom, so it's fine. Right. So, no, it didn't seem like Katara had a chance. Jake did fine. Yeah. Didn't seem like it really mattered for Jake's game that he did one, but I'm so glad he got that chance. Yes. Because it felt like he had nothing else good going for him. So at least he got to build a fire yep. and win it and get to the end because, you know, none of the other jury or anybody else except Dean Austin could say, I made it to the end on my own. He likes that he wasn't dragged there as a goat because yes. he could have reached the end as a goat, but mm-hmm. he, he really wanted to make it. And I think D just didn't want Austin to have another notch on his belt. Right. And to be fair, I don't think that would have made the difference in this five to three vote. But who am I to say it wouldn't have? Right. Maybe Austin goes over there and he crushes it and he sets a new record. Mm-hmm. Not that that helped Heidi at all in 44, but, you know, it wouldn't have hurt. Right. It wouldn't have hurt. It, no, she made the right decision, I think, because you don't want to give another piece of ammunition to somebody who already has, you know, mm-hmm. an, a, a quiver full of arrows. I don't know. Yeah. That was a bad analogy, well, I guess. That's actually but, pretty good. Yeah. Don't give another arrow. Sure. But Jake doesn't have anything so he yeah. can have his one little arrow yeah knock <laughs> out the person you knock out and get your little you know and then, he didn't really care right she didn't really care no i didn't seem like it. and maybe it makes her look good on the jury because she let jake have his moment i don't know after jake beats katura by the way i put good i'm glad that jake got i don't know if revenge is the right word but katura I, got her comeuppance by Burning Jake yes. every part of the season so far and yes. Jake beats her in fire. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. And by the way, other way around, I don't care if Jake had burnt her three times and she beats him at the end. Good. I don't care who it is. Anyone who burns you all those times like this mm-hmm. and you and, and you win and you get to knock them out. Good. It's like sweet revenge. Right. I don't care who you are. Uh, anyway, so 
Jeff then asked her after she loses, but before she gets her torch stuff, what this was all about for her. And ah, I was like, why didn't she mention Bruce here? This was her chance. <laughs> she could have been like, Jeff, really? It was all about, I, I just don't like Bruce. He's my nemesis. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I got him out. But no, instead she goes, uh, Jeff, I'm a lawyer. Because remember Jake, like, didn't Jake say something to her? Oh, when Julie gets voted out, she gives Couture a hug and says, you need to be a lawyer. And after the fire, Jake gives her a hug and says, you need to be a lawyer. Was Because her had to be leading them on or something saying like, I want to be a lawyer because why else would everyone be saying this exact thing yeah. to her? I don't know. Anyways, she reveals her lawyer. Jake's like, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I know it's in the re- re- after show, but after when Julie did the same thing, I was like, oh, OK, it's like. Like both times, like it's not like I don't know. Yeah. All right. It's sure, like, it's a big deal. Sammy okay. being nineteen was a lot more fun than this. Let's just put it that way. When Sammy's like, everyone I'm nineteen, they're oh, <laughs> like it was just it was so funny because it, it was like such a silly. But this one was like, okay, all the lawyers lied. Great, how stereotypical. Right. Yeah. Anyways, so we go to the final day, and Dee says, "Mama and Poppy, I made it, and I can't do her accent, so I apologize." Uh, and really, I know we hear, I think we hear from Austin and Jake as well, but no, we just hear we from do? Austin. Okay. We don't hear from Jake. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I wasn't sure for fact. Mm-hmm. We do hear from each of the jury. And as you're over there, by the way, Mary, like you're taking uh fervor is not the right word. You're furiously taking notes. Yes. All I think to myself was, yeah, but they're just like, they asked them e- each of these people to talk about all three of them. And they're just finding an even number of positives for each of them I so that know. we feel like going in a final trial. So I kind of wish they actually just showed us their thoughts on the people they're going to vote for and the sec and their backup option. Like we saw what who who what two people each of them were considering seriously. Mm-hmm. And then I could be like, oh, OK, instead of like I almost like brush this whole segment off because it means it really means nothing. Right. It really doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. cool they get to talk, but they get to talk about nonsense. Well, I will opinion. say that Kendra says Austin played a great game. True. In her in her little pre And in hindsight, thing. with retrospect, you can look back and be like, okay, who did they vote for? All right, do they say anything about that person here? But in the moment where we're watching it, to me, it's just nonsense because I, like, how am I supposed to filter this? Yeah. Who's just talking nonsense out their butt about somebody and who's actually saying, this is the person I'm going to vote for? Right. So, you know. Anyways, I'm sure in retrospect and hindsight, it's all great. So do you have anything else? Um, before final tribal. Really, I don't think so. I mean, I think, and this kind of bleeds into final tribal. But right before we go to final tribal, D and Austin are doing like, "Well, I'm going to beat you, and I'm going to beat you," and there's like a little bit of tension, but it's still, I'm going to be a totally different person. Yes, I'm, that's what I was about. To say. I'm going to go hardcore. And Jeff even said, by the way, and had all of Survivor writers talking about it. Oh, there's going to be a war at Final Tribal. Heads up, people. Jeff just says things. He <laughs> just says words to get you hyped for the next episode. Whether he means it or not, I cannot say because I am not Jeff. But Jeff just says things. Let's put it that way. Okay. He just says things. Right. So when he says there's going to be a war at Final Tribal and then we see what we saw tonight. Like, remember this next season when he says something about the next episode of 46. Mm-hmm. Jeff could be telling the truth. I'm not saying he isn't. But I am saying that Jeff is hyping it up because he's the... He's Survivor's hype man. That's all he does in interviews. He hypes up Survivor. Yeah. Which is fine. Which Just is his know job. That when you listen to Jeff. <laughs> right. All he's doing is hyping up the show because he works for it and it makes him money. Right. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> so all I was going to say was they're doing the little back and forth thing and they're like, okay, I'm going to stop talking to you, whatever. But I just think it's, they both say in their 
confessionals that, oh, I'm going to just like go, go really hard with the jury and they're going to see sides of me that I, that I've never seen before or they've never seen before or whatever. And I'm just going to beat Austin. I'm going to beat D or whatever. They don't bring up Jake at all, which is fine. Yeah. Well, we knew, we know. And we, yeah, at this point we know it's pretty much just a showdown between D and Austin. But I'm like, my question in that segment was, why are you wanting to show somebody a different side of you that they've never seen in order to win the million dollars? Like, I don't know. Like, I understand you want to like go hard at the end and prove that you're the winner. But also, I don't feel like you should be just like a completely different person. I don't know. I didn't get that part. And and I don't feel like we saw a completely different D no, or Austin either. I gotta so. say, on a scale of, let's say scale one to ten. Ten was, holy crap, who is this person? And one is, that's exactly who I expected. D, final tribal, one to ten. One. Austin, final tribal, one to ten. One. Jake, one to ten. One. Yeah. All right. So, like, what was all that? Like, right. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I agree with you. Uh, and that's why I feel like their romance, like, in the show, I feel like, yeah, like, I'm not saying they're not into each other, but definitely wasn't like Matt and Franny. It's not like Boss Rob and Amber, who, to be fair, had more time to develop a relationship with 39 days. I'll give them that. But it's just like, it's kind of like, yeah, they're like into each other, but I don't know. It's always like this, like, underlying, like, I don't know. I think it's because I think it's because D has blindsided Austin. And then even in Final mm. Tribal, which yeah. we're about to talk about, blindsides Austin again. It's like, I don't know. That's the kind of stuff that's like I don't know. You know? Like I know it's a game, but I don't know. There don't, did seem to be we'll some see. real tension between them. Yeah, I I'm not I I'm saying is Austin I, I we both said last week, like if you know, would that would he be able to look past that? Maybe he does. Maybe it's this is all in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. Here we are six months later in real life. I have no idea. We'll find out. As I said, we're recording this before anything's come out. We're recording this right after the episode. So, all right, we go to final tribal. Oh, before final tribal, though, she does say she's going to go full force like you implied. Yeah. And she says, I will hug you when you lose. Now, I didn't pay attention. Did she hug Austin when he lost? Probably. Everybody was hugging at the end. Oh, so, yeah. Well, yeah. That's true. Everyone. Yeah. So it's not like it wasn't like Austin got a special hug or anything. Maybe she didn't like give him a kiss when he lost. You know? <laughs> she didn't say she'd give him a kiss. I know. Yeah. I know. All right. So we go to Final Tribal. Everyone's all giggly, googly. And I would be too, by the way, if I was Final 3. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Even if I was in Jake's position, I'd be all like, yes, this is awesome. I'm here. Yeah. So Kendra's the first juror that speaks. By right. the way, Bruce never gets to speak. Yes. I was kind of mad about that. Why? Because Katura hates him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, there's some stuff in here. Actually, I think surprising Bruce never got to speak that we saw. Because remember, this is all edited down. I'm sure the actual final travel is like two or three hours or right. two, two hours, something like that. Anyways, so Katura says, I want to feel your truth. Uh, okay. So, I mean, I'm glad everyone else knew what she was talking about. I'm like, feel my truth. I'll just tell you the truth and you tell me how you feel about it. <laughs> anyway, so Jake says he tried everything and juiced the game for all that he could. He went super emotional. And when Kendra tells me she went, she went into this tribal open minded, Mary, I'm like, Jake, in my yeah. opinion, out of the three people, gave her the most. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say I don't buy her whole, I went in this open-minded. Because if she really was, then Jake from your original Bella tribe, who gave her the best answer to her question, should have gotten her vote. If she was yeah. truly being open-minded, she shouldn't have voted for Austin. She shouldn't have voted for Austin. But that's my personal opinion about what Kendra should have done. What do I know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Kendra knows what she... What she meant. Y- yes. Interested to hear... Post game interviews, uh, why everybody voted for who they voted for. I mean, some of them we can. Why did you vote for Austin? No, duh. Yeah. You know, why did Julie vote for D? Duh. Right. But yeah. like outside of that, I mentioned some of these people. Like, why did Bruce vote for Austin over anyone else? Mm-hmm. 
So T to answer Kendrick's question says she could take it. She took it day by day and she wanted to have fun. Yeah. Kind of generic. Mm-hmm. That was a totally different side of D I wasn't expecting. Austin <laughs> says he was an alternate, which first time we've heard about this all season yeah, that I recall. Mm-hmm. The, then they hyped it up on end for the after show. Right. I didn't get that. Was it because of like their casting call that they tried to do? Like, you never right. know what might happen. I don't know. I, I, they definitely have since the about middle of the season. So the first like five or six episodes, they don't think they even mentioned apply for survivor. It was like episode six, seven, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. Jeff started doing his thing saying apply for survivor. They definitely, and even in like the 46 preview felt like here's all these casting tapes. Like they're really just hyping up the auditioning yes. process for mm-hmm. okay, okay. <laughs> you don't need a, an audition coach. We can give you everything you need right here. Oh, Mary, you want to open Pandora's <laughs> box or whatever it's no. called? You open a can. Okay, we can go there. No, you're right. You, you know what? I can't even say you're wrong. Maybe it does have to do. Okay, for those who don't know, on the On Fire podcast with Jeff Probst, I, I don't know how many times this season, but they basically put Adam Klein on blast because Adam Klein has uh, coached some people to do better audition tapes, like to be better at auditioning for Survivor. And the people he got on this season that Adam helped was Brandon brando and caleb and jeff and company went on blast against adam and how you don't need to be coached to get on the show nothing like that so like they're very, and maybe you're right mary i hadn't even thought about that maybe that's why even today maybe the 46 preview you think like that had to do with it look at all these tapes mm-hmm. that adam klein didn't help with i don't know you know maybe what I mean? he did, like, but we don't know yeah i don't know i'm just saying yeah. they were very butthurt about it though mm-hmm. in the and that will be in the 45 secrets video yeah they were very butthurt it's, oh man that was good you did open the box, though. I hadn't even <laughs> I thought about that. To. I mean, in my brain, I hadn't thought about that. So Austin says he was an alternate and he tried eating everything. That's what I did. He say something else. <laughs> yes. He ate everything. He did everything. He took in everything. Yeah. No, he that's what he was saying is because yeah. he was an alternate. He wanted to enjoy every single second to the he said when there was a beware, beware advantage, he just grabbed it. He didn't even think about yeah. it. You know, no, he talked about more than just D eating. had the weakest of the three answers here. Yes. But I feel like. Jake gave Kendra the most and she didn't vote for him. So I don't buy, I don't buy it, mm-hmm. but I am not Kendra. Well, it's so. just one question. And it was the first question. To be fair, the other questions could have largely influenced yeah. what Kendra's, how she voted. If she was really being open-minded. So Katura is next. And she asked each of them about facing their fears. Uh, I think I only got two of theirs. So maybe you can fill in the blanks here. I got Austin says his biggest fear was blindsiding others. Mm-hmm. Is that anything else on Austin? Um, no, basically said, that he he had to push through that and he conquered that by voting out Julie. Yeah, because he voted for her three times, but it was the third time that was the hardest. Mm-hmm. And then Jake says his biggest fear was failing and he failed and failed and failed, but it's not about failing. It's about, you know, like Rocky, like keep going for it. Keep, you know, even if you fail, get back up. Is that, that was about Jake's, right? That's, that was Jake's. But before Jake D answered and she said her answers was the same as Jake's, basically. She was afraid of hurting people. And she was afraid of voting people out and them not liking her or whatever. But she said my and again, she wasn't really talking about her fears here because she just said, I never had to vote out my number ones. Julie was my number one. and Austin was my number one. I never had to vote them out. I mean, that's that's not even like a that's all these answers are okay. by the way, to this one. These are all to me. They're all just okay. Jake's was the best in this one, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, for you. And that's. That's why it's like so subjective, the jury, because yeah. like, OK, I'm not a juror. I'm just watching here on TV. To me, all these answers were kind of blah. In personal opinion, but I don't know. I mean, like saying you didn't have to vote off your number ones. 
Uh, I mean, if, they're, if they're both seen with you at the end, great. Yeah. But like one of them went out and you had nothing to do with it. I'm not sure if that's something I would say at final trial. Right. Well, and also how is that conquering your fear of voting people out? Yeah. When you yeah. didn't have to do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So Drew is the next juror who we already know is voting for Austin. By mm-hmm. the way, like everyone and their mother knew Drew mm-hmm. was voting for Austin already. So he avoids Jake completely and yeah. says and asks Dean Austin about the Reba four. And both of both you and I looked at each other and went, oh, Drew wants them to say about how amazing the Reba four are because Drew is a part of the Reba four. Mm-hmm. And as we've talked about earlier, Drew, you know, he's 22. He seems to have a little like a little bit. I don't know if ego is the right word, but. Wants them to kind of stroke his ego a little mm-hmm. bit. Reba Four is great, amazing. We needed the Reba Four <laughs> kind of thing. So D says she was lucky. We're all like understatement of the century here in the last episode. Uh, and I, that's all I got from her. Did she say anything else? I just kept. They just kept going back and forth about like, well, I made the alliance. Well, I made the alliance. Well, <laughs> I structured the alliance. Well, no, and tribe swap. I had to work harder. And like, this is the war. Jeff. Was this talking was about, the war. I guess. And it was really just them fighting about who brought the Reba four together. It's like siblings bickering. Yeah. Yes. Although D did say, you know, we we usually always work together. We all made decisions as a group. It wasn't just me making decisions. It wasn't just sure. Austin making decisions, which is true. And so that's that's really all I. Yeah. But then uh, I will say Austin starts the attack, though. Yes. Austin he starts said, the attack. You know, I I was the one that got this person out and got Kelly out and I got Kendra out and I got Bruce out. And he's like, no, wait a minute. I was the one that got Kendra out, whatever. Anyway, so that's that was their little fight. And I don't think it, it really accomplished the goal that Drew was trying to pull up. There, it didn't but, matter. Drew's going for Austin. Yes, I know. <laughs> Austin could have said, um, I don't know if I did anything. It would have made no difference for Drew. It would have affected other people. Maybe Kendra, but it doesn't affect it doesn't affect Drew. Uh, Emily then asks only D. Mm-hmm. She's like, please give me a succinct answer about how you a time you used your brain and not your heart. And and this is just my personal opinion. Please let me know if you agree or disagree. It's OK. Either way, in my opinion, D kind of rambled here. And said, and she said, I can't separate the two. They're combined into everything I do, which is fine, I guess, because you could, but she didn't succinctly answer Emily. And at the end of the day, Emily still voted for her. I guess it worked out. But I feel like Emily says, give me a succinct answer. And then D goes on, she rambles, and I know they edited it down. And it's kind of like, what do you think, Mary? Is this, this, this like, is, how did this fulfill what Emily's asking for? Right. Well, in my opinion, I feel like she could have used the example of when she didn't tell Austin about the Drew vote, because even though like that really hurt her yeah. and she wanted to emotionally, logically, you know, with her brain, she yes. knew that wasn't the right decision. So perfect. I, I hadn't thought about that. Well, I felt like she had a good answer for this. And then she just was like, well, I, I have to use my brain and my heart together. Yeah. And I don't know. It I mean, felt like a cop out answer. It honestly. did. It felt like she wasn't really answering the question. So that's all I, I don't I know. Like it was really answering. This is not an answer to Emily's question. Mm-hmm. Emily still voted for her, I feel like, in spite of the answer. But maybe this answer is what Emily was actually looking for. Right. I don't know. She got it at the end. But I did say if she's get Emily's vote, that that's why. That yeah. answer. That rambling answer. It's, so, it's such a shame because D played such a dominant game for 11, 12 episodes that this finale almost felt like she kind of stumbled her way, lucked her way. I mean, even though she won final four immunity, it's hard to say. But it just doesn't feel like no. D like... Well, like she would, should have ended this thing strong and it doesn't feel like she ended the game strong. Right. She coasted, I think is she the word. Coasted here. at the yeah, very end. Coasted. Even though she played so strongly for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she coasted here at the end. And it's just like kind of a shame. 
Uh, Caleb then asked Jake, what did he do that Caleb didn't do? And Jake says, I focused on relationships. And Drew says, well, Jake, you're underselling yourself. You kept swinging. You kept going for it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, this is the kind of stuff we saw when people were encouraging Owen during the 43. And I was like, Jake is just Owen again. I mean, different, different people, but in terms of their game. Yeah. It's like the jury's like, the jury's like, we like you. We're just not going to vote for you. And I don't understand why. Like, what do they really value winning challenges more and having alliances more? I guess it is more important than having big heart. I mean, I guess I understand that is survivor. Until we hear from each of the jurors, I don't know why everybody vote for everybody. But as we did talk about, and it's going to be not even be the total truth because here we are. Here they're going to be seven, eight months after the season ends talking about why they voted for somebody mm-hmm. and after seeing the fan reaction to everything. So they're going right. to filter all their answers through that. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that there's a herd mentality. And it's like, I want to vote for the winner. And for most people, not for everybody. And I wonder if anybody voted for D over, say, Jake, because they didn't want Austin to win. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. I could be wrong. We don't know. That's why I think that we got a bunch of seven to one landslides first four seasons of the new era. Well, anyways, well, I have no idea. Right. And I get that. And I, I see why D wins. I'm not sitting here saying D is mm-hmm. a bad player. D shouldn't have won. She definitely played a great game. Like. You can't argue with her gameplay, with her strategy, with her relationships. I mean, it was really a almost flawless game. I, I can't argue with that. It was a really good game. Right. I think I, I guess I just value like, or maybe I just feel really, really bad watching the edited show and, and like just feeling for Jake and mm-hmm. having the emotions of, oh man, he's just been like beaten down and beaten down. The show game. wanted you to root for Jake. Yeah. The show wanted me to root for Jake, therefore I'm rooting for Jake. So I, I don't understand why the jury didn't vote for him. But when we talked about this, Jake didn't have any alliance, which means he wasn't mm-hmm. good at making social connections as well as other people. Yeah. So, like, it is his own fault that he didn't win. And and I get that. I just, like, I'm still surprised that, like, not one person voted for him. But anyways. Jake I, would be fun on a returning season, though, because... I mean, as long as he doesn't get voted off like super early, mm-hmm. undoubtedly he has to be better, right? His execution has to go better the second I time. I would hope so. <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine if he plays the second time he just like fails at everything? And you're like, oh, classic Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. First time I was feeling bad for you. This time, this is on you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine they do a returning season and Katara and Bruce are on the same track? Oh, no. <laughs> I can imagine, I guess, because I've seen it. <laughs> I feel like the war is a lot earlier than it than it was this season. I feel like, I mean, she tried getting him out, but he was like immune or the, she was, yeah. it was like the whole thing. They're split. Anyway, so uh, Kelly then says, I want to talk about advantages. And Jeff's like, you know, that's being left in the show. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about advantages, which, by the way, this season, advantages made a very minimal impact. Idols were basically like they made outside of Caleb shot in the dark. Like nobody's idol made a difference. Oh, sorry. Julie did save herself. I, I think that say, back. I Julie know there was at least one. Caleb saved himself. There's a lot. There's also a bunch of failed idol plays. Sabaya went home with an idol in her pocket. Uh, Bruce went home with an idol in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin gave Julie the idol. And she did save herself. So that was a big. I'm not sorry. Sorry. There's two ones. I guess I forgot. Caleb had the biggest one of like all time. So who might have saved right. it? It's just it was the I think at the end here, the Julie one was kind of felt like inevitable. It wasn't really built up. And then Austin wasted his idol or amulet whatever and then jake wasted his idol not because of his own fault right but anyway so i don't know you know what i take it back it wasn't (laughs) complete wash but the end here i guess it was underwhelming 
because Caleb's was definitely the highlight. Sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Kelly asks, and Emily says, you let Drew get voted out. And D says, I was in charge of getting rid of Drew. Do you have any notes on this? Yeah, I have notes. So oh, okay. basically, Fill me in, I, that's why I wrote down. I mean, basically, Austin, she asked Austin, Austin starts off and he's saying, you know, I didn't have to use my advantages as much because of the relationships that I had. And then that's when Emily jumped in and said, but you could have used your idol for Drew and not yourself. Yes. I was wondering why I wrote says you. Why? Who is you? All right. Austin. <laughs> Austin. You missed my, Austin. Yes, and then Austin bad. said, well, I could have, but that wouldn't have been good for my game. Trying to play it off like he knew Drew was going to get voted <laughs> out. And then that's when D jumped in and said, uh, you didn't use your idol because I didn't tell you that we were voting for Drew. Yeah. Good um, on D, by the way. Right. And and then so D saying, I never had an advantage this whole time, but I always knew where they were and mm-hmm. I knew how to play them. So I helped, you know, I told Julie how she was going to play her idol. I didn't tell Drew so that he didn't play his, you know, amulet on, on Drew. Or, yeah. Yeah. So even without getting advantages or idols, I still played them better than people who had them, basically. So earlier when I said, I don't know how D... And her answer made Emily vote for her. I think this is what it made Emily vote mm. for her. Vote for her. So whether yeah. her answer earlier was bad or good in your opinion, I think this is what won Emily over. Is I, her pointing out, no, Austin, I like I did this. Right. You you were blindsided, mm-hmm. bud, bucko. Uh Jay, um, so I will say though, two steps forward, she gets Emily's vote. I think this is where she locks it in. But one step back, because for some reason, she says, Bruce, you should have played your idol. Cut to Bruce's face like sad. Well, she was saying she was trying to compliment Bruce, I think, because she was saying, yeah, um, because like like Bruce, who didn't have an idol. And Bruce said, actually, I did have an idol. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you should have played it. Yeah. Yeah. So that That's was a Wesley answer, by yeah. the way. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Bad yeah. mistake, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mistake. Because I don't know if Bruce was already voting for Austin, but he definitely wasn't voting for D. Because Bruce is the kind of person that you're hurting his ego when you say something like right. that. And I'm not, and I'm saying I would have been D in this situation. Like if I found that, I'd be like should have played it, Bruce, and I would have laughed and thought nothing of it. And then later on, it turns out, oh yeah, I shouldn't have said that. That was rude. Mary, <laughs> Mary sitting next to me, she would have bumped me with her elbow and said, rude. Wesley, rude. Rude. Even yeah. if we're a final tribal against each other, she'd be like, that's rude. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, maybe he'll give you your, maybe he'll give the vote to you. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so. That that's stuff to remember though. If you're ever on a, I, I feel like this is the kind of personality where I'm the most in tune with like recognize because to me it's almost like black and white. If you have this kind of person on your season, it's just a heads up to anybody who goes on future Survivor seasons. Somebody like a coach, a Bruce, you know, a Philip Shepard. I, I there's so many people who are like it's Russell Hans. It's very much like just don't bruise their ego. Mm. If their ego is important to them, don't bruise it. Todd mm. Herzog handled this perfectly in China when he. Made John Robert feel like, oh, I had to vote you off, John Robert. I knew you were the biggest threat. Todd Herzog was talking out of his butt. John Robert was not a big threat, really. And Todd Herzog even later admitted, oh, yeah, I was just saying that to make John Robert feel good. We all knew that. And it made John Robert feel good. And he voted for Todd. Right. You know, that's just, if you get that kind of person on your season, you just got to stroke their ego. Now, I know D just, just said it. She just said it. It wasn't like it wasn't thought out, really. Right. But. Anyways, keep that in mind because you get somebody like that in your season. That could be a factor. Uh, We do finally get to hear from Jake, though, for the first time. It feels like forever. (laughs) And he says he didn't tell Katura about his idol play so she wouldn't blow it. And I was like, that kind of makes sense because maybe he knows Katura is not a good actress or something. Right. Well, and also he wanted um, the votes on Katura so that he could use idol and negate them. So 
Yeah, it, it does Katura make sense. Snitched. Mm-hmm. She could have. I don't know why. She does it all the time anyways on Jake. She already knew he had the idol. So yeah. how would him playing it for her make it any different? But anyways. Well, he told her he was playing for himself. So he needed her to still act mm. like she could be getting votes. Yeah. Whereas if he told her, hey, I'm playing now for you. True. But it, it goes both ways. Like, yeah. would Katura still voted D? Maybe. But as we said, Katura, like how much more? You, you, at some point, you just got to choose to trust somebody. She didn't choose to trust Jake. Right. Even though he never really, that we saw, gave her a reason not to trust him. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. So. By the way, Jake did not deserve to win the game. I know we like Jake. I want to be clear on the podcast. Right. We don't think he he was going to. We we're not sitting here being like, Jake should have won. Yeah. No, D earned the win. It's just D kind of like at the end. It's like, yeah, I was hoping for a stronger finish from mm. you. You played so well <laughs> up till this point. So Julie then asks about the showmance. And D says, oh, it's real. And Austin says it started like day 20, which is good because I wasn't sure. I was like, this start earlier in the show just kind of like didn't show it to us. But no. I guess it like started basically. I mean, that's post merge at that point because they merge around like day 12, day 13. Mm-hmm. But D did mention like when he was on, when we swapped tribes, I was like missing him. And I'm like, why am I missing him? Mm-hmm. You know, so like, oh, I just don't at this point we're recording. I don't know. Is this real? Beyond well, my the show? biggest, my biggest thing is that she kept saying past tense. And I know you're, you said, well, she's describing when it happened. But no, she's saying, yeah, it was a real thing. And it was. Da, 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 da. I liked him. I liked him. He did the same yes. thing, though. He did the same thing. I know. In general, if you truly like somebody, you're like, yeah, we like each other. It started back in this, and I realized I really, you know, whatever. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> you have less past tense verbs than they had. I don't know. It seemed like a red flag to me. I think you and I were already <laughs> like, I think you and I are already a little sus on. We're like, I don't know. Like, it, don't, it just feels like it's just like on the show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the problem is when you have such a new relationship and everything is brand new. Sure, it's fun and exciting and you're on this great adventure together. And you're backstabbing each other right. on Survivor. But then you start backstabbing each other for a million dollars. And like, that's not just something you just get over. Robin and Amber never had to backstab each other for the million dollars. No, they didn't. They just stuck to each other till the very end. Good or bad. Um, I mean, because Rob, I think Rob... I don't know. I say I, Rob wins if you go without Amber. Really, Rob wins if he handles the jury better. Yes. He chose not to. <laughs> I mean, really, Rob could have, as I made a video, how did Rob lose and how could he have won? Really, truly been handling. <laughs> there's a couple of jury members. He could easily could have gotten their votes and he blew it. Anyways, point being is, yeah, uh, I don't know. And then when D reveals that she actually did leak to, to Julie about what happened, Austin actually looks a little mad. I feel like he looked yes. a little, you know, he was surprised. But he looked a little bit mad about that. So I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But she said that. And then the camera like is just doing it's like it, he's the only one in focus. And like, they're doing that because the show is trying to indicate to us that he is he's not just playing this off like no, he's seething a little bit maybe on the inside. So. Yeah. Watch us say all this, by the way. And then tomorrow we find out that they're engaged. Right. It's you true. know what I mean? <laughs> you know how silly we're going to feel? Yeah. It's all right. Uh. <laughs> So we go to, I guess that's all I got before the vote. It was final tribal wise, very forgettable. Mm-hmm. This was not a war. Jeff just says things. Just remember, I, I playing with the boys. That's for those who say that they like when I do it. I, I meant to do it once this episode. I forgot if I had. All right. So we go <laughs> to the vote and Caleb says Jake. And we're like, oh, cool. Jake's getting a vote. And I yeah. really thought Jake's just getting a yeah. vote. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a shame he didn't get a vote. But we see Julie and Emily vote for D. We see Kendra and Drew vote for Austin, uh, but it turns out 
of course, it's a five to three vote. Better than all the seven to one landslides we've had. It yeah. was actually close. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was like, holy crap, Austin's getting a lot of votes. Uh, comparatively to what I thought was going to happen, which was him just getting Drew's or Drew and Kendra once Kendra voted for him. Bruce voted for Austin. Yes. That was the third vote. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bruce's ego. And we've seen Bruce is an emotional player. Well, I'm not saying he was voting for D and then she switched him, but I'm saying that could have been an, I mean, what we saw, it could have been an influence. Mm-hmm. He, t- you know, he talked to that final tribal and they cut it out. They cut it out of the show. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. Was he salty or was it just boring? Like he was the only juror. Anything. Well, it's the only juror we didn't hear from. So and he's a returning player. Right. It just seemed a little weird that we didn't hear from him Agreed. at all. Agreed. You think he's been salty ever since he got voted off, but because we don't get legit Ponderosa videos, we just have no idea. I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe he was salty the whole time. Ponder- we just have no idea. And he's salty. I found we just don't know because we are missing the real Ponderosa videos. Right. Those ones on Instagram are not good. You think they would want to keep in the jurors who are salty because that makes for more interesting TV. Agreed. But I don't know. We're just guessing, by the way. Yeah. We don't even know if Bruce is salty. Maybe he was like, I don't really have a question. Yeah. Bruce could have had nothing. <laughs> Bruce could have been know. the nicest person there and added nothing. <laughs> We're just guessing because he looked a little hurt when D said he should have played your idol first. So anyways, uh, at, at one point I was like, maybe it's a four to four and Jake had to pick the winner. So I got to ask the question. D wins five to three earned deserved. She, she earned this. She brought people to the final uh, five who were never going to vote her off. Mm-hmm. A bunch of suckers. <laughs> when Julian Austin uh, drew was the only one willing to go after him. Katura blew it. So anyways, D got lucky at the end, but she did play a really good game up through episode 12 what's that 12 out of 13 episodes it's really good and she won final she won final immunity she won final immunity she put the right people on fire i you can't fault her game i i really can't it just we were hoping for a stronger ending and i feel at the moment a little disappointed i was hoping for more i don't know what more d could have done though honestly not got lucky <laughs> Had I, like a harder. Kat- I think it was really the katura the katura vote is what i think is yes is <laughs> the thing that's what's it called uh causing me to be a stick in the mud on her on her end game here because like had that not happened i mean had d been saved but not because of just the dumb play by somebody else here at the very end mm-hmm. i'd feel a little bit and maybe in retrospect give me a you know a couple of days maybe i'll feel better about it which is kind of like d should have been gone at five right. and it, she did nothing to save herself she she got so it was like so lucky so if but like- every winner has luck Yes, everyone has luck. But you're saying you would have maybe felt better about it if maybe D found out that Jake and Katura were going to vote for her and she made some move in order to stop that from happening. Jake and Katura tried to get her out and they didn't get her out because her Julie and Austin voted off Jake or Katura. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like had she yeah, like had she had she had almost no say in that final in that in that in that final five and she should have been gone. And it, like to me that diminishes her as a winner. Mm, gotcha. And that goes for anybody, by the way. I don't care who you are. If you're if you should have been gone and only by like dumb luck did you survive, it does, in my opinion, mark you down as a winner a little bit. Doesn't mean you don't didn't earn it. She earned the win. She deserved the win. Mm-hmm. She earned the win. I'll so the cows come home. Do you deserve the win? It just doesn't make her a top tier winner. Like she was dominating for so long, she could have been like a top tier winner. Gameplay. Gotcha. So all right. So in a, if it was a tie vote, if D and Austin had tied, mm-hmm. who would Jacob voted for? I was hoping Jeff would ask. Like legit. I'm guessing Austin. You think so? Simply based on who he hung out with and talked to more. But I'm, I'm probably bring just... Him on reward. Yeah, I'm probably just basing that on the reward he just went on. So I don't know, honestly. I don't know. And I wish Jeff had asked because 
we can see here and now ask Jake, you know, in post game interviews, and I'm sure he'll be asked by somebody. But this is Jake answering the question seven months, six months, how many months later after watching the show? Yeah. I want to hear Jake's because Jake would have to, he wouldn't have had time. He would have decided in the moment mm-hmm. who's voting for. And unlike Dom and Wendell, when Laurel obviously is voting for Wendell because that's who she's closest with here, I, I don't know. Maybe he votes for Austin. Maybe he votes for D. Let me know in the comments. I'm very curious what, who you all think Jake would have voted for. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe Jake is cool enough to be able to go back. Okay. In the moment, I would have voted for this person, even though now in retrospect, maybe I would have have voted. Maybe he says in the moment I would vote for Austin, but in retrospect, I would vote for Dean and watching the show. I don't know. I I, I wonder if he has that, if he can do that kind of perspective, like if he's being. Yeah. Because sometimes you just want to say like, oh, I would have voted for the person who won because I want to look like, you know, I picked the right person. The The, herd mentality, as I call it. Right. Or maybe you would vote for T anyways. Right. I don't know. But yeah, there's nothing really showing why Jake would have voted for D because they didn't really ever connect, but also he didn't have much with Austin either, I guess. So yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, in terms of the 46, the after show. Oh brother. All right. We can skim through this. Kendra says she predicted D and Austin. were going to get together. Uh, okay. I mean, I always, that was your only note. Oh, <laughs> uh, well also Julie reveals she's an attorney, which we kind of touched upon earlier. And everybody's like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like Jake had an initial reaction that lasted like three seconds. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. There's three attorneys. If in my mind, if I was there, like there's three attorneys this season, Jeff, where are the blue collar workers? Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I started taking notes and I'm like, I don't, they just talked about stuff that happened in the show. So this reminds me of the time we watched the survivor. Was it deal or no deal episode or wheel of fortune, whatever it was. Wheel of fortune. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. we were like, we're in a podcast about this. And then I think we got a few minutes in. We're like, oh, there's nothing happening of any importance or notes. We right. just didn't podcast about it. We didn't? <laughs> well, we included it in a podcast. But oh, it was going right. to be its own yeah, thing. Yeah. That's kind of how the after show felt. Uh, and the problem with the after show, of course, as we all know, is because they didn't get to watch the show. So they only can talk about things that they know for a fact are going to be in the show, like mm-hmm. a trip scare of the water mm-hmm. or Drew having analogies that Jeff loves. We don't get stuff like, Katura, why did you and Bruce have a rivalry? Which mm-hmm. would have been an actual question if this was a real reunion. Right. And, I, and, you know, it's not the show's fault that their budget's been slashed right. by CBS. It's not. It's just kind of, it's after just kind of, I'm glad they do it, but also, I don't know. We're not going to get Sammy revealing he's 19. What's the point? You know what I mean? So, anyways, they get the preview for 46, but we are going to do a separate podcast about everything we know about 46, including the cast, because the cast has been leaked. All right, so let's move on. Are you ready to move on, Mary? Yeah. What's new on Patreon? Well, as we all know, because I mentioned it earlier, there will be a story about D. I'm showing you thumbnails on screen right now. I, I made this thumbnail after last week. I was like, I, I mean, if D's, D's winning, here it is. But if somebody else wins, holy crap, I'll have to remake this. <laughs> Thankfully, D wants. So I'll have to redo it. So anyways, this is the winner th- thumbnail for D's video. It's going to be on Patreon. Link in the description, which, by the way, is free to sign up for now. I'm also doing a video on the Lulu Losers. Uh, here's the thumbnail for that. I also, I just posted the rise and fall of Yao man on Patreon, uh, on Friday, the nastiest survivor fights is going to be on Patreon and how to fix survivor. I call it the 2024 edition. <laughs> it's like, cause it's coming out next year on YouTube, but if you want to watch it now, it's on YouTube right now it includes, uh, your all's opinions along with my opinions on how to fix survivor after 45. And we will do this again after. 46. I think I'll make it a I used to do it once a year, but I think I'm gonna do it after every season because sometimes because once we do it, we do it once a year. All the opinions are based around 
the season that just happened. Right. Not they almost like completely forget, including me, completely forget this the season prior. So mm-hmm. we'll do it after every season now. All right, uh, let's talk about last week's secret scenes. Are there anything? Are there are any of them interesting? Um, I I think that a couple of them are. One was Tree Mill, so we'll just ignore that. One was about Drew being moody and how he had gotten really moody and down on that one day when mm-hmm. he threw the pot. And everybody's kind of like making fun of how much he groans. So apparently anytime something happens that he doesn't want to do, he's like, uh, and so the, like just as a montage of like six or seven seconds of him groaning about things. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. That's my life sometimes. Yeah. And then the other one was tribe gratitude, which is basically Austin saying how it's so much different to watch the show than to play the show and how he doesn't feel like he could just cut his own brother's throat for a million dollars. He's talking about getting rid of Drew. Mm. Um, and so he could never vote off his own mother. Right. He could never vote off his own mother. He, he doesn't think. And so, and Drew talks about how, you know, emotional bonds form so quickly because of isolation and difficulties that you go through because people wonder like, how could you get so close to somebody so quickly? And it's because this is a very, this is not everyday life. This is very like almost not almost traumatic in the sense that like, you're going through something really different and difficult. So bond you. So these secret scenes, by the way, are deleted scenes that you can find on the Survivor CBS YouTube channel and also EW.com uh, post one every week. Even after the finale, they sh- there should be some. I don't know if there will be. Usually is. So, all right. Well, thank you for that, Mary, for mm-hmm. the update. Let's move on to the trivia question of the week. And since it is the finale, Mary and I decided to do a head-to-head battle. There's no tiebreaker. So either somebody wins or we both win or we both lose. I don't know. We both have a question for each other. We're going to see if we can stump the other person. So, Mary, I want you to give me your question first. Okay. Stump me. All right. So what two Survivor players share not only their same hometown of Danville, Virginia, but as well as their the same boot order in at least one of their seasons? Oh, they played multiple seasons? At least one of them played multiple seasons. Okay, one of them played multiple seasons. They share the same boot order. They're both from Virginia. Mm-hmm. That's all my hints. Danville, Virginia. Danville, Virginia. Gosh, that sounds <laughs> familiar too. Flipping A. I, no hints. That's I can it? give you another hint. One There's of like them. 700 players in the show. Yes, one of them is a recognizable villain. The other, I have no idea who they are. <laughs> Danville, Virginia is fair play. Yes. Mm, that's one of them <laughs> that was yes Ooh, and he the shared person? the same boot order so either the other person finished in third or they finished in last shoot who else from danville that's why i said danville sound familiar it was fair play mary's making a face <laughs> am i accurate that is the it's either third or last no uh you said same boot order the first male boot of their season Oh, 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 oh we both have to be men. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I got fair play. What's the, who's the uh, other person? The other person, you know, the first male boot of Philippines? Zeke? Zane Knight. Sorry, Zane. I mean, Zeke. Yes. I mean, Zane. Yeah, yes. Zane. Because he was like, he, some people call him the best player ever as a joke. Because he made a line. Zane and fair play from the same location. Same both put it off first. hometown. Okay. Yep. Wow. Well, there you go. There you, you got go. me. I now mean, I got, you know. I got you half, got like half of it. Half of it. So you need to get the whole answer All to right. beat me. All right. So your question is, 
which season was supposed to give out great buffs to the players who were going to be who, players who voted off, but they decided not to. They were going to give them gray buffs to wear on the show. Here's your options. A, Edge of Extinction. B, Blood versus Water, which features Redemption Island. C, South Pacific, which features Redemption Island. Or D, Redemption Island. So in each of these seasons, players have voted off and they lived somewhere else. Gotcha. In one of them, they were going to give them gray buffs to wear, but they decided we're not going to do that. So the people who voted out of the game. Before you read the answers, my mind said Edge of Extinction. So I'm just going to go with that. It's no. Redemption Island. Uh, yep. I uh, found that one on Survivor Wiki. I didn't know that. Very interesting. That's not the first time a buff's been unused, by the way. As we talked about Palau, they had a merge buff that they never used because they never officially merged. Mm, so, true. yeah, Redemption Island. They were going to give them gray buffs to the people who are living on Redemption. I kind of like that idea. Mm-hmm. I, I actually kind of wish they had done that. And it's weird that they didn't because they could have sold the buffs on. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't. I'm sure there's some reason, but kind of like that because like you're not out of the game but you're not dead and then when you get back in the game you get whatever buff. you colored buff again yeah yeah that's cool i kind of like the idea i don't know why they didn't do that and they should have done it i believe on south pacific blood wars water i see the i see the edge of extinction as well gray buffs made sense as well i feel i feel like all the seasons I, they could have used some sort of like i don't know i don't call it a sad buff but some sort of right desaturated <laughs> buff i guess i don't yeah. know I don't, I'm almost surprised they didn't do that. So, all right, let's move on to TV ratings. Uh, last week, I have them up, up here on screen, by the way. Last week, episode 12, got 5.33 million viewers. The most of the season. The most for nice. any episode this season. Good. Yeah. As I said, all season, they stayed very consistent across the board. It did help that there was not much competition because of all the scripted shows that have not come back yet. But yeah, I think it's just a good thing. They actually had time. To do 90 minute episodes. They did it. People are now into 90 minute episodes. They've mm-hmm. watched it. They watched the whole season of it. We didn't see a, episode one had 5.24. Last week, 5.33. Ain't that consistent. So now we go to next season and we do it again. Hopefully people are like, yeah, okay, great. The show's better because of it. Outside yeah. of us hardcores who all agree it's better. <laughs> like the general population. Right, right. Like I haven't talked to my dad yet, but I'll ask him when I see him. Like, what do you think about the longer episodes? Because some people have said they don't like the longer episodes, that they feel like it's too much filler. Mm. I'm like, are we watching the same show? Right. There's a couple weeks where I thought that, but out, most weeks I didn't think that. So, all right. Oh, and also it won the night. <laughs> I mean, I think it won. I think it won Wednesday night every week, except for like the week where uh, they had the Republican debate on Wednesday night. As I said, that that week was like a weird week, but all the other weeks they've won Wednesday night. So, nice. Survivor's doing just okay. All right, let's move on to your all's questions that you gave us on YouTube. And it's pretty late on our end. So if our answers aren't coherent, well, now you know why. <laughs> okay, so first question, Mary, is from Logan, who asked, if you ever needed a lawyer to represent you, would you pick Jake Gatura or Julie? Jake. I, you know, I, I want somebody who's successful. I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I, I like just, Jake. I was just say I want somebody who's passionate about what he does. Yeah. Yeah. But passion's not like a lawyer thing. Lawyers need to be very cut and dry. I think I might pick Julie. Julie. I would go with Julie. I could see that. I feel like Julie might be the best option. Just based on my I would like Jake. Nothing against Jake. I just like a lot of like a, a lot of failure I saw on the show. And I, I don't know. I'd think I picked Julie. So anyways. Uh but if I'd pick, if I say who my favorite lawyer was, I picked Jake. All right. So Andrew asked, who is your winner pick for Survivor 46? Now, Mary, I already know you have all 18 players memorized. 
Not a clue. I know. We don't know. Yeah. We're going to talk all about, we'll talk about the cast and all the rumors and twists and everything we know about Survivor 46 in a separate podcast that will hopefully come out tomorrow. But if not, look for it soon. Okay. Okay. Next question is from Hope. Uh, they say, thoughts on the final tribal council performances by Austin D. Who would you have voted for if you were on the jury? I guess between Austin and D. You can't vote for Jake in this case. Right. Uh, I guess I probably would have voted for D because I do think she handled herself like she was just in general we've talked about this she's more passionate and charismatic than Austin she's able mm-hmm. to describe her gameplay and what she did in a very clear way versus Austin I feel like sometimes he would say something and then get contradicted whether by D or the jury or sure. whatever and come across not looking quite as being you know like in control of his game let's say I'm a neutral juror meaning I wasn't aligned with Austin and D I wasn't burned by either of them mm-hmm. because I mean, let's say I'm like, if I'm in Drew's situation, I'm voting for Austin. Right. Like I was friends with Austin. Like, but if you're saying I'm a neutral juror, I'm voting for D. Yeah, I agree. I'm voting for D. I feel like she played the better game and I feel like she had the better final trial between the two of them. All right. Next question from Patrick. Out of everyone who, out of everyone who played on this season, who would you want to see play again? Let's pick two people each. You go oh, That's kind of hard. I have a lot of favorites. Like, Immediately, Caleb comes to mind. Emily comes to mind. Jake. Hey, you're stealing all the people. Sorry. <laughs> your top. Who's your top? Caleb two? and Emily, I guess. Okay. All right. Then I say Jake. Since I, I thought you were gonna say Jake. Honestly, Jake. If you got Caleb and Emily, the other person I'd want to see back. I mean, can I say it? Bruce. Bruce? <laughs> I think it would be funny. Bruce would be the only. Th- I am assuming this is an all-star season of some sort, where it's like only new era people. Bruce would be the only thir- three-time player there. Oh, actually, I take it back. Bruce and Katura, and I want them on the same tribe. Get, Jake, I, I assume Jake, I, Bruce and Katura, that's who I pick. Okay. On the same tribe, starting tribe. Please, make it happen. All right. Uh, No more music ass. What kind of pizza would you want if you won Survivor? <laughs> if you're on the after show, I assume. Oh, chicken bacon ranch is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if they'd make it right, but I'd want barbecue chicken. All right, next question is BJ Rue asks, are you happy with this season overall? Yes. <laughs> that was a very timid yes. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate it? I'm like at a six or seven right now. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. It was started so it did so well, I feel like, through the first nine episodes, maybe ten, through through the Bruce vote off. After Bruce vote off, it kind of got like oh, a little predictable. So I agree with you. I'd say probably in the range of a seven. Man, there are highs in the season. It's definitely better, in my opinion. Like we talked about last week, it's the best of the new era. I mean, your opinion, 43 is better. Which in is my fine. opinion, yeah. But yeah, it kind of just ended weaker than it should have, really. Uh, next question is from Austin. Oh, kind of similar, I guess, earlier. Who do you think will get? Who, all right. So earlier we said, who do we want to come back? This one's, who do you think will actually get called back to return? I don't think Bruce will get called back to return. No. Personally, I think who will get called back to return? Emily, like you said, Caleb probably. Jake, I could see. Maybe Kelly. Maybe Kelly. Rebecca did text me saying she wanted Kelly. So I think it's, a, it's just a lot of heroes and I want some variety. That's why I said Bruce because Bruce would be fit in the villain category and the or the category of people who disrupt what's going on. So, all right. Uh, last question is. Let's see. I'm picking a last question. Scott asked, does this take down the value of the season considering D was such an obvious winner for so long? Like D being such an obvious winner, does that devalue the season? 
in, in my opinion, it doesn't necessarily devalue it, but it does uh, take down the rewatchability of it. I would have had much more fun if Jake would have won. Even if if Austin would have won, I'd have been like, why is Austin winning? Not deep. But anyways, um, so eh, it, I, I hate saying that because like she really is a good player. I just I don't like to know exactly who's going to win in when we get to final travel. Yeah. Yeah. It, we wish there was more mystery going into it. But what is the show going to do when it was so obvious? Yeah. But to be fair, like Austin got three votes. Maybe the show should have hyped up Austin more. Yeah. You know, like he was close. Maybe they really should have had all of us going, man, Austin could win this thing because mm-hmm. I went to final travel thinking Austin's getting a vote. I didn't think he was getting three. Right. So I think it kind of screwed the pooch on not hyping up Austin enough, believe it or not. But a very overall evenly edited season, uh, you know, eventually I'll rewatch it. I mean, I'm going to rewatch it, obviously, right away to make D's video and Lulu loser video. But yeah, uh, I will. I would sooner rewatch it. I would rewatch it in 43 over 41, 42 and 44. Personal. Yeah. Opinion. 44 was so predictable from like the get go. 45 at least was unpredictable for so many episodes up until the last few. So True. had a lot more going for it, in my opinion. All right. Well, that is it for the finale podcast. We thank you all for listening. As we said, we are going to be uh, podcasting the trader season two. Starring uh, this time. I'll say it correctly. Parvati and Sandra. Yes. I almost said three again. Parvati and Sandra. That'll be uh, January, February. And next season, we will, of course, be back. Mary, myself, and Rebecca. All right. Well, we thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.